0: Slow Mo is a modern beauty and wellness podcast with the mission to empower listeners to be curious, confident, carefree, and connected to the beauty and wellness industry. Through interviews with real industry professionals, Slow Mo breaks down industry trends, treatments, and products so our listeners can make informed decisions on the next step in their journey. Everyone, thank you for coming back to Slow Mo, Urban Use Modern, Beauty, and Wellness. Uh, Today, we're doing something a little bit different. We're having a farmer on our our podcast, and I'm really excited uh, to have the owner, Alan, from Robinette's Apple House and Winery. Thanks for coming on.
1: Thank you for having me. I I should clarify, I'm I'm just a manager. I'm not an owner yet.
0: Oh well, there you go. Thank you. Well, I just assumed with the last name Alan Robinette, sure. that you were, so we'll make sure everyone knows that. Well, I am glad you were able to join us today. Now, today is a actually very sunny, beautiful fall day. I'm sure you're busy um, out there at the farm. as yes. normal. Is the yeah. season kind of slowed down for you guys?
1: Well, um, we're not getting as many people coming in, but uh, we've we really. Uh, this is where we're tra- starting to make our transition towards uh, shipping gift boxes. So we ship uh, apples all over the country at Robinette's. So we, we do a lot of gift box work um, now through Christmas. And uh, beyond that, we're I'm doing a lot of work outside to get the orchard ready for winter. I'm getting all the grass mowed nice and short uh, so the mice don't have any place to hide and um, do any damage to our trees, all that stuff. <laughs>
0: I'm sure that's a ton of work, never-ending. Well, tell me a little bit about Allen, Robinette, and or just the Robinette family, the history. I mean, it's a place, as anyone who's listening to this from the Grand Rapids area, it's um, very well-known for the fall, going in to get the apple cider, to get the donuts, to do the corn maze, to do the kids' bouncy house. I mean, I've seen kids fly off that. It's, (laughs) it's, It's a full experience, and we love going out there as a family every year. So tell us a little bit about how
1: it all got started well uh in 1911 my great-great-grandfather barzilla Robinette uh moved up from ohio uh he he was a, a general farmer down there he had cows he had corn and wheat and everything and uh I, I don't really we don't really know exactly his thought process but he decided to come buy a peach orchard up in grand rapids michigan and so he picked up everything and moved to grand rapids and my great-grandfather was still uh he had gone out west for the summer on a on a train to just do odd jobs and, and then wheat and when he came back home to Ohio home wasn't there anymore home was up in Grand Rapids so we don't know if so
0: he picked everything up and left and when his, his son was out and like the- yeah. they, they were gone
1: yep well and so I, I believe <laughs> oh I I think th- they tried to let him know but I, I think he was working wherever he could work I mean it was it was the early 1900s. So, um, best you could do is really send a letter or, you know, I mean, they wouldn't, I don't think they would know where he would be. So right. when, when he returned home, he came up to work on the farm in Grand Rapids. Uh, and this, this is where his new home is, but, uh, I'm the fifth generation on the farm. My, I, I work for my dad and he worked for his dad and he worked for his dad. <laughs> um, wow. but over the years we've, we've seen a lot of change, uh, up through the 70s, we were a a wholesale farm. So I mean, if, uh, especially through the early part of the 1900s, if you wanted to buy fruit, there was no Meyer, there was no, there was no uh, Walmart. So you would buy your, your fresh produce at a, at a downtown farmer's market. So we would pack up everything we had and bring it down to the farmer's market in downtown Grand Rapids. Um, And that was just the way things were done. But I mean, by the 70s, we were just too small of a farm to, to make a living that way. And my grandfather uh, and my grandmother looked at what other farms were doing, other small farms were doing to make a living. And they saw people were adding cider mills. They were adding bakeries. They're selling donuts. So we made that shift. We're 100% retail now. We don't sell anything off the farm. It's all sold right there. And that's, that's how we do our business now.
0: Well, it's really an experience. I mean at Urban Year, we're always talking about what is our experience. How do we have people share in that experience? And over time, obviously, you have as a, a family, and as you've learned more, you've said this is um, how we create something where people come in as a destination and have a have an amazing experience.
1: Absolutely, that that's been our main focus, uh, especially over the last twenty years. Um, well, fifteen, really. Uh, so in 2006, we added our winery and in 2009, we added our cider mill and 2011, we added our bounce pillow. So that the focus for us now is um, getting people on the farm to experience something they, they can't get anywhere else or anywhere besides a farm. So whether that be hay rides or a corn maze, uh, something you can do while you're on the farm rather than just to come and, and look at the apples while you buy apples.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you also, I mean, so first of all, you've got to tell, I mean, I know you can't tell the secret of behind your donuts, but like, you've got to explain like, what is the magic behind your, like that experience alone? Like when we go there, we, we honestly, I'll go at a different time so I can get donuts for our family because we can't wait in those lines, but you know, and we'll go do other things on the farm, but it's literally four blocks long. Like what, it's such an experience that just getting that hot, you know um donut is it's crazy how have you how'd you guys figure that one out
1: well we started off with a a very small donut machine a a Belshaw donut robot and it it would cut uh one one donut at a time and it it fries it and i mean the smell is incredible we our our vent hood pumps that smell outside it's not to it's not to be cruel and make people crave donuts, but that's just a side effect. Um, oh,
0: that's how Burger King makes money. <laughs> exactly.
1: Um, but uh, we've uh, we've always made donuts since uh, the early '70s, and over time, our, our demand for for those donuts has skyrocketed. Just uh, the the batter we use is very very good, and uh, the. Um, you know, it all comes down to how long they're, they're fried for, you know, the timing of it. Uh, if you, if you have one that's burnt to a crisp, you won't like it. And if it's, if it's doughy, you're not going to like it either. So it it all depends on, um, the donut machine and the donut batter. And so in the past, uh, I believe it was 2012, we went and got a bigger donut machine that cuts four donuts at a time and we can make 200, uh, 200 dozen donuts per hour. And that thing is oh running God. constantly during the fall.
0: How many do you go through a day? Like on a, any given Saturday when you have the four block wait, what like what is the the quantity you you sell through that day?
1: Uh, well, we'll start uh, the machine up uh, this this fall. We we were opening up at seven thirty, and so we'd start making donuts at six thirty. So in that first hour, we'd have two hundred dozen ready to go, and we don't stop making it, in for boy over nine hours probably wow Uh, so 200 dozen times nine and and we're making them just as fast as we're selling them
0: yeah that's amazing that's amazing well and do you sell them anywhere else besides the farm i mean can you go to a retail and get it you said you don't sell off the farm but i didn't know well I've,
1: i've gone to uh i used to when i had more time i was able to to go to farmers markets like the sparta farmers market was great and the uh um, I went to the Fulton Street Farmer's Market for a little while, and um, downtown market had a, had an outdoor component for a while, and I was able to go there, but uh, nowhere else but, but Robinette's. Can you get uh, Robinette's Donuts right now?
0: Right, which makes it so special. Honestly, it's a, that very small sliver of time in the year. It's a very small sliver of, you know, like you said, it's the only place you can get it, so it does make it really... Um, really special. Well, so you said you've, mean, you're like you said, fifth gen- generation and you've, how long have you been working on the farm then? I mean, since you've been born, I'm sure, but like really managing it and, and making it go to its next level.
1: Uh, well, I, they put, uh, you know, set me in front of a cash register probably at seven. I mean, I'd sell cherries during you pick cherry season we have in July. I'd, I'd do that work. I'd pick fruit my whole life. Um, I'd say about middle school is, well, middle school is when they started paying me. You can, you can do that if they're family, you don't have to pay family, but, They didn't uh,
0: pay you when you were seven well, years
1: old? That, that was my allowance. So that was, oh, uh, yeah.
0: okay. I, I
1: had to work to get my allowance, which I, <laughs> um, that, that really instilled a, a really excellent work ethic in me and watching my dad, uh, work as hard as he does. And my grandfather too. Um, so that was when I was put on payroll it was about middle school, and before that, I, I would uh, I would work for my allowance. But um, oh. throughout high school, I'd I'd work on the farm, um, and I I did go to college for a little bit. I didn't uh, I didn't ever go full time because I was working full time on the farm. So i I'd always I'd always been a farmer, and I've I've never really um, never really made steps to do anything else in my life. It's it's mm-hmm. I've kind of been all in on this on this thing my whole life.
0: Well, I guess the question that I have to ask now is this your dream career is this what you i mean it's what you know but is this what you want to do? is this where you want to go
1: yes i'm I'm very proud of what we do uh i mean it's it's hard work i mean uh the last uh the last day i didn't go to work at all was uh labor day so we're we're right now we're open seven days a week um it's hard work but at the end of each day um i still I still want to do it the next day so it's it's very important to me i mean and i also have uh, a legacy that that was handed down i mean my uh my grandparents i i think you know they, they'd they be proud of me for how hard i'm working and, and how much i want to keep this business going oh
0: that's yeah and i'm sure they would and like you said you you've earned every like, along the way, you've had to learn how to do the cash register. You've, now you're, you're up there mowing and concerned about mice. I mean, so, like, you've had to learn every facet, and anyone who started something would be so happy that five generations um, now are, you know, living that legacy. Do you have kids of your own that you think will someday be uh, working their cash register?
1: Not yet, but I hope to uh hope to soon. Um <laughs> have a lot My wife so and I, they can
0: really, like you can just like hey, this is <laughs> like free labor, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right now, um my brother is is uh working in a different business. Um so it's it's kind of uh I mean, I work with my dad, my two uncles, my mother, and my aunt. Um and it's it's very much a family operation. Um I mean, over the course of the next generation. Uh yeah, I, I better I better make some some extra help. Yeah, <laughs> well, I have here. five
0: kids. They can come work for you. They need a little bit of discipline. So I'll, I'll let awesome. them out to you. Uh, well, we'd love yeah, that. Yeah, we'll come on up there. Yeah, two of them are or three of them are uh, teenage boys. So they could probably learn a thing or two. Well, I guess that's that's awesome. the thing. I, you know, what's the what's the tipping point of success for you? know, What do you see for the next generation of Robinettes? And as a you know, a, a farmer and a business person, which you have to be both to be doing what you're doing. You know, what do you see is the, the next kind of generation?
1: Well, um, my dream is to be able to sell more donuts faster for one thing. Uh, so we're, we're, we've got some, a little bit of growing pains right now. Um, so that's where, where we're planning ahead. We're, we hope to expand our kitchen and, um, so people don't have to wait in line so long for donuts that's uh um because you know if we can get that line moving and get more donuts sold faster that's that's one way we can we can hopefully attract more business cuz i mean then you don't have people who say well that line's too long i'm not mm-hmm. coming to it. so we've uh 2 years ago we we built a new apple storage so we could our our old apple storage hopefully we can turn into uh, a bigger kitchen or expand our kitchen into that. Uh, that's the dream. We, we've got to pay for the, the new storage building first, of right. course. But um, so we're, that's uh, immediate future. That's what I want to do. I want to be able to to serve more customers faster. Uh, and I just continue to, um, to draw people to the farm. I mean, the reason people come to Robinette's isn't, just because of donuts. I mean, it's, it's something they did with their parents yeah. and something their parents did with their parents. And I, I want that to continue.
0: I don't know about you, but I'm needing a little motivation on my at-home self-care routine right now. Have you heard of our Urban You For Me at-home experience? Urban You For Me is a beauty and wellness subscription box like no other. We like to call this the Peloton of Beauty. With your at-home experience, you not only get a themed quarterly subscription box with full-size products, not sample, to your door, but you also get access to live and on-demand courses that match the beauty and wellness subscription box. To bring the best content, we've partnered with celebrity estheticians from around the globe. To get your box today, head to our website, urbanyouforme.com. mecom There's a skincare quiz there that helps you choose the best option for you. Right now, we are partnering with Good Patch, Little Barn Apothecary. Our quarterly theme is facial fitness, and we are partnering with Danielle Collins, an international face yoga expert. To get your box today, head to our website, urbanyou4me.com. So you must number one, be dreaming donuts because you do, like you said, you don't want it just to be about donuts, but, you know, obviously it's a revenue generator for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you are economizing and building and, you know, shifting and changing, which is wonderful. Um, but you have to make people wait a little bit, right? <laughs> it's, <kind of> like, <laughs> yeah, it's like the experience is part of waiting in line. And we've met some amazing people in those lines. Oh, um, sure. On top of that, you know, we are only, when I say we, my family is only about 10 years new to the area. And, it's like you said, tradition wise, it is something we do every year. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, I did just get back from a, a trip down South and a bourbon tour uh, on the Kentucky, you know, bourbon trail. And they have their big Rick houses where they store the bourbon, um, which reminds me, you know, like you're saying, you have that apple storage, right? Mm-hmm. What do you, how did you guys get into the wine? What, what made you go into that? And honestly, I've never tasted apple wine, so I have to come try it.
1: Oh yeah. We'd love that. Um, so that was uh about 2006. So the mid 2000s we were looking at um well just uh so our our winery is is in what used to be called our gift barn. And so through the late 80s and through the 90s and the early 2000s we we called it our gift barn. And um so gift sales and retail sales of gift items was big business for us. We had department 56 houses um lots of christmas ornaments and all all that stuff that we had beanie babies and everything like that mm-hmm. and that was very good business for us until online shopping um so we had to think of a way in pretty quick okay how are we going to adapt our business because that this isn't working for us anymore i mean the same shift we had in the 70s of um what's been working for us doesn't work anymore and we have to adapt and so we looked at um you know what can we do that'll bring value to our farm and draw customers here and offer a unique experience and um we just kind of uh that was it's a pretty unique thing that was the the only thing that people weren't asking us for so when we added donuts people were saying hey when are you going to have donuts on your farm and then we added donuts and um when are you going to have a place to to sit you know a place for me to sit and eat donuts so we added our dining room and uh, that was the first one where we said, okay, we're going to add this. No one's no one's been asking specifically for this, but this is what we're going to try. And so we got started with hard ciders and some privately labeled wines for us. And that, uh, it really took off. And that's that's been a huge part of our business ever since we've added it in 2006.
0: Yeah, well, that I, I'm going to come out and try that. Uh, and especially it's great, like you said, once the fall kind of season slows down. And you're open all year round, right? I mm-hmm. mean, so it's a great time to come out and try some of that. Well, I also, I mean, I follow you on Instagram, and I've seen a lot. You know, with with the time of life we're in right now, the pandemic of COVID, you know, there's a lot of shifting for people to have um, events in different spaces. And you're talking about, you know, a place to sit. You, you've I've seen you do weddings out there. I've seen you do. Um, some really great event event space kind of personalized experiences for people. Do you do that often, or is that more just for friends and family? Or
1: yeah, so uh, we're not really in the wedding business yet. We've done that a couple times. Uh, we've had a, a family friend say, "Look, I'm just looking for a small wedding and a and a place to do it," and we were able to to make that work for them. We're um, that's something we we'd like to get into someday, but we're we're a little ways from that um, offering that on a permanent basis. Right. um event space that's something we've we've been in for a little while uh so we've in a normal year we have our uh the loft of our barn is is our rental space and we're able to rent that out for parties or for corporate events and um it's not it's not the JW Marriott but it it offers something different so I mean oh cool um, though right I
0: mean yeah
1: and it's it's in awesome. a it's in a barn that's over 100 years old and so if, if you're looking for the most modern facility, it's not the best fit. But if you're looking for something that's unique and something that um, a place to have uh, a birthday party or or baby shower, um, it's an excellent spot for that. And again, in a normal year. Right. We we weren't able to rent it out this year. But
0: yeah, well, that will change. But, you know, hmm. it's it's great for people to know that it's there. And like you said, any event it just, just doesn't have to be a wedding. It can just be any Anything, um, and you guys are so central in the sense of I know you're a little outside, obviously downtown Grand Rapids, but you're in between Rockford and you know you're, the Grand Rapids kind of population, so you're you're in a great spot for who anyone who wants to have an experience um, to stop in there. Now, okay, so we've talked a lot about the farm. Mm -hmm. Um, in the sense, you know, we are about modern beauty and wellness and we interview men and women all the time. So we have a couple of questions to ask you about you taking care of Alan. So as a farmer, I mean, I know you probably wake up probably the crack of whatever, right. And you're, you're getting, you're getting going, um, how do you take care of yourself? Like, what does that look like for a, you know, young man who's aspiring to, you know, to do what you're doing every day?
1: Mm -hmm. Well, uh, firstly, I go through gallons of sunscreen. <laughs> um, I imagine, uh, yes, yeah, Good
0: for
1: you working outside. I mean, I, uh, um, I, I have to take care of my skin because I'm out in the sun all the time, and um, a lot of my work keeps me outside, and so it's. I go through a lot of uh, lotion and sunscreen because I both dry myself out and burn myself to a crisp.
0: Oh, I bet you was um, like a hazard at the job. I never really thought of that prior to starting this conversation with you. But yes, I mean, it's sure it's like you are afraid. Your whole family is afraid of that, right? That's just the sun exposure.
1: Yeah, my my grandmother uh, had skin cancer on her nose and I think uh, on her cheek as well. And so it's just um, luckily it wasn't it wasn't severe, but I can see where, um, you know, people close to me have been affected by that, where they, Mm -hmm. you know, back. know 50 years ago and 60 years ago they weren't wearing sunscreen sunscreen like we we do now um and certainly farmers didn't back then they'd say well what do i need sunscreen for my my dad never used it right right i i use so much sunscreen. I, I, uh, should work out a sponsorship
0: deal. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can get you one, the farm, the farmer's uh, brand, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or something else. Well, I, th- oh, first of all, I'm, that's awesome, Alan, to hear because that is the number one skincare product that if anyone is going to ask, you know, us at our locations, like, how should I be managing, you know, my skin? The first thing we'll say is what sunscreen are you using? That's the number. One. So good for you. That's awesome mm-hmm. to hear. Um, but then how do you like, okay, do you even have time to work out? Do you have time to like, what does that look like for some, like, it's a, it's not a nine to five job. It's a, you know, five to to 10 job. I'm sure.
1: Yeah. It depends on the day. And so, uh, these past, uh, really from labor day through Christmas, um, we're open seven days a week and I don't get time to, to work out, but I'm, I'm very active. Uh, so I, I don't have a lot of issues with, uh, Remaining active this time of year, but uh, as soon as January hits, um, I'm I'm still busy. I'm still on the farm, but I'm not I'm not running all over the place trying to get everything done. I'm I'm trimming trees out in the orchard in the winter, but I'm I'm not moving fast. So I I do exercise a lot um, between the months of January and really July, and then August. I'm starting to gear up for fall, and so it's it's about just over half the year. I'm I'm very conscious of of uh my health and, and exercise
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and the rest of the year i i eat far too many donuts but i'm i'm on the move all the time <laughs> right
0: which is interesting you know like farmers in the old days you know would be like hey have you know this this lard this fat this butter you know this pure whole milk i mean do you feel and i, I don't know if you, how many generations you go back where you kind of saw that as farmers but do you feel like you're just that much incrementally more healthy than your dad or your grandpa
1: Um, Well, actually, my, so my grandfather, he lived to 93 and his father lived to 99. Wow. (laughs) So uh, for one thing, that's just good genes. I I come from good stock. Um, But uh, what it really comes down to is what I I saw my grandfather, I was picking fruit with my grandfather when he was 91. So he, he was at work. I mean, he was officially retired, but he was working his whole life until he went into the nursing home Um, and I mean, that's, that's the biggest factor right there. If, if you're going to remain active your whole life, you'll, you'll be healthy. And so that's, that's, right. um,
0: yeah, I it's, mean, it, I I love it. But I think that goes to like mental wellness too. Right. So we talk a lot about that at urban, U, like looking at the inside out. So just, you know, obviously you're busy often and always, so, you know, you don't have time to have any type of, and, and but you know, for me, I love to garden. So I'm sure you, when you're out mm-hmm. there, you're, you know, whether you're cutting, planting, whatever, that some of your reflection time, but then like you said, you're so busy. I mean, you actually have a perfect wellness job. Like we should put the farming (laughs) on the top of wellness jobs because you're like healthy. You have all this meditation time if you want it. Right. I mean, and then Mm -hmm. you have some great outdoor spaces to really um, be active in. So that's, that's great. Okay. So, um, have you ever been or done any type of facial services It's just a, a question um that we like to ask all of our, our guests male or female
1: um that, that's having it done professionally or or uh, uh Either doing or. a moisturizer on man well Either i, like, I um, what do you do? every day well every day after after a shower i put on a an oil-free moisturizer just to keep my skin from drying out because i i do get pretty dry especially in in the colder months um so I mean that's that's my routine is all um just an oil free moisturizer, whether it's Neutrogena or whatever whatever brand that I, I can find at the store.
0: I'm so impressed, like really so impressed that you are I mean, so many so many people don't. I mean, whether it's male or female, they just don't even take care of themselves. So it's good for you, Alan. I mean, I think it's mm-hmm. it's generational too. I mean, I tell my boys all the time, like you wanna have skin that's gonna last. That's the only skin you get, like sunscreen, make sure you wear the moisturizer and you know have have that healthy glow to you all you're long right if you can so mm-hmm. good for you that's great well we'll have to get you into urban U for a facial and uh see what you think about it. oh that'd be awesome yeah yeah you'll you'll enjoy it okay so what is going on on the farm like you said this is a busy time of year for you and you talked a little bit about your boxes but like what's what's going on in the farm that you want to share with everyone
1: well, we uh, we just got in two new types of wine. So uh, some people are familiar with our chocolate wine. It is very, very, very good. It's, it's uh, supremely sweet and it is excellent. But we, uh, we just got in a chocolate mint and a chocolate cherry wine as well. And so um, I encourage everyone to, to come in and try those. We have wine tasting in our barn. Um, also, we're, we're shipping apples all over the country right now. Um, Alaska is hard to do. We can ship non-perishable food items to Alaska, but uh, or Hawaii. But for the most part, uh, just the you know, lower forty-eight. Um, but we've got gift boxes from just twelve a twelve apple box of say, you know, of Gold to ship to somebody you love in California or Maine. Uh, we've also got some some boxes like, uh, for example, our, our Harbor Point gift box is very popular. That's 12 apples and then a bunch of goodies on top like fudge, uh, cinnamon coated nuts, and uh, cheese and sausage to, you know, just to have a little bit more variety. Uh, another one is our, our campus care gift box. That one's very popular to send to uh, students away from home. Are these all uh, but on we've, your we've website? Yes. So our website is robinettes.com. That's R-O-B-I-N-E-T-T-E-S.com. And we've got those available to purchase there and we, we ship all over the country.
0: Well, I am actually going to go shopping after this because I want, can I, well, my question is, can I send the chocolate wine anywhere or is that just to pick up?
1: Uh, Well, we had a, uh, a license to ship wine within Michigan. It's, it's, uh, there's a lot of licensing involved with that. um, And it was, it was, very hard to maintain we had it was an expensive license to maintain sure. and shipping wine outside the state we would have to get a license for each state oh, wow. so unfortunately we no longer ship wine um i believe the michigan law currently states if you purchase it um you can ship it yourself but we cannot ship it for you so okay. it's just uh just the way michigan laws That's are alright right right i'm Where gonna I'm come
0: to shopping it. this weekend some of that that chocolate wine sounds perfect for some people i know so awesome. i'm gonna. I'm gonna do that. Well, thank you so much. So, there's a couple. One last question I always like to end with. Well, first of all, COVID being among us right now, like, mm-hmm. what's your kind of thought? Like, we always like to talk about connecting, and your farm is a perfect place for families to connect. Like, whenever we go, we are. It's always that memory, and it's a great connection. How do you feel now with COVID? The world um, is shaping us to connect.
1: Uh, well, I saw a lot more people um, coming out to do things on a farm, then, I mean, this was, I'd say probably one of our busiest years ever, just people were looking for something to do. And uh, they they couldn't, at the time they couldn't go into a movie theater or they, they couldn't, um, you know, they wouldn't feel comfortable going to somebody's house. So um, we had, you know, lots of people showing up to, for you pick apples this year and to do a corn maze and just things to do outside. And I saw a lot of people who were happy to be together um, just because they they couldn't normally do that this whole year
0: right right no it's a great connection space okay this i'm gonna divert from how how do you decide in your corn mazes because every year i'm like wow this is incredible like is there do you guys decide that or is there a pattern or i don't know it's so cool
1: yeah so we we work with a company out of utah called the maze company maize and they they design it and cut it for us but we give them input on what we'd like it to what we'd like it to be. So, you know, some years in the past, we uh, partnered with John Ball Zoo to have, you know, tigers, you know, in our maze. And um, we've done crop circles, aliens, astronauts, the state of Michigan for its uh, anniversary statehood. Uh, This year we had, uh, we honored my grandparents who passed this year uh, and put their names in our maze and, uh, the big apple that's, that's famous on our farm. And, uh, my, my grandfather's antique pickup were part of the design. So that was, that was pretty last minute. Uh, they passed in May and June respectively. And we, we get the design cut in July. So we were able to, um, finalize the design to honor both of their, you know, have both of their names in the maze. Uh, I'd say probably a day before, uh, the company can to cut. So uh, that's what
0: I was going to say. They actually physically come and cut it. Like you have the tractors and they come cut it.
1: Yeah. So a friend of ours plants the corn for us. He's got all the, the corn planting equipment. And um, usually when you plant corn, you just plant rows. So it, it just looks like corn rows. I mean, that's where the, everyone knows yeah. the, the the term corn rows. Right. Um, but when you plant for a maize you plant in two different directions. So it looks like a big, uh, like grid paper. Yeah. Um, so, Uh, the company that designs it for us they have all their sheets that that show where all the turns where all the pads are going to be and they they come out with flags like you'd have in in your yard to to mark underground wires and they they mark all the turns and they come and cut it when it's about six inches tall they do it all in probably less than an hour
0: oh that's Um, and they'll do Do
1: four or five mazes doing
0: it's really small obviously it's easier that's Mm -hmm. so smart yeah that is so cool. You should, I'm maybe you do it on your Instagram and I haven't seen it, but you should do a a little, that's just interesting, right? Like you see the end product, yeah. but like for you to tell, like you have to decide it in June or July and then the, mm. how they cut it. That's so cool. Well, okay. So if people want to connect with you, Ellen, how, not, whether you specifically or Robinette's um, as a farm, how do you, what's the best way to do that?
1: Well, our uh, our Instagram is Robinette's Apple House, and that's R O B I N E T T E, Apple and House is the German spelling, so it's H A U S. So Robinette's Apple House is our Instagram handle. Um, we have the uh, it's just Robinette's is our uh, it's just Robinette's on Facebook, and uh, um, our website is robinette's.com.
0: Awesome. When you're pretty active on there too, so that was and that's great to see. Do you do you do it yourself, or do you do as a team effort? Oh.
1: Uh, My wife handles our our Instagram page. So we've uh, my mother and our office administrator do our most of our Facebook work or I'll I'll contribute to that some but uh, my wife is really, uh, really what uh, the reason our Instagram page has life right now. So she's, she does a lot of work with it. She's a a hairstylist. So she, uh, they, they had, you know, professional classes on how to, how to really make Instagram work for you. uh, Because that's how she got all her clients. So
0: She's done a great um, she, job. She
1: is. Yeah. She's a rock star and she's able to, to really knock it out of the park on the Instagram. Yeah, front. She
0: seems lovely. I was talking to her via DM and she seemed very nice. So, um, oh, yes. yeah. So, well, thank you very much. And last question I have for you. What is your one wish for the world?
1: Oh boy. Uh, I'd say more farms. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's fewer farmers every year. And, um, less farmland every year and so I it just I would say my dream is for more people to pick up farming whether it's as a hobby or you know gardening or in some way any kind of farming whether it's having having their own corn or their own soybeans or anything like that just uh I want more farms in the world
0: that's that's a great wish and hopefully you start to see that I mean I know a lot of people are doing hobby farming and more things at their house than um but you're right it's it's definitely it's a you know, it's a it's a hard business to be in and I, I really commend you and all those others who do it as a as a profession and as a business. And um, thank you. Thank you for being on and taking the time. I know it's valuable.
1: Well, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. All right,
0: well, we'll talk soon.
1: All right, Bye. thank you. Have a great day.
0: We hope you found today's episode helpful and that you know more than you did before. Be sure to check us out on our blogcast where you can find additional content connected to this episode at theurbanu.com. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever platform you choose to hear our most recent updates. Leave us a review and share it. Share it with your girlfriends, share it with your significant other, and share it with your grandma. If you have any thoughts on today's episode or topics you'd like us to discuss, send us a DM on Instagram. Thanks for listening.